All right, good news is, wasn't fooled by anything yesterday on April Fool's Day. Good for you. Uh, you Sam got me a couple times. Yeah, Sam, well, he gets you with the same thing every year, Jody. The rubber roach always gets you. Well, I'm classics. On, I'm yeah. unassuming. You want to explain how you do it? Um, usually I put it under something by your computer, under yeah. your under your phone or under your mouse. and You've then done I'll, that. Then I ask you a question that would guide your hand towards that. Jody, did you see that text message I sent? And when you pick up the phone, there's yeah. a screen. It's yeah. very well done and very well Thank played. You. Years of practice. Yeah. I would have to say Sam's the master of that. Yes, congrats. Now, here's the uh, the downer for Sam. What? Um, I tried it on one of our new co-workers. Mm-hmm. Okay. London. Yeah. Um, I put it under her mouse, put the mouse down on top of it, <laughs> and walked away. And yeah. then just waited for the scream. And nothing. And it never came. So I walked down there to look, and she's working away. And <gasps> the mouse is not under, I mean, the, 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 the roast, uh, roach. roach is not under the mouse anymore. I was like, hey, um, did you see a roach? She knew you were going to come lurking. She said, yeah, and she opened her drawer and gave it back to me. She says, these kind of things don't scare me. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> man, why don't you just kick me in the gut? I'm Bummer. so sorry. Wow, I mean, because they even scare me. They're gross. It, it's a very real looking roach, and I get focused on what I'm doing. I'm not paying. He got me a second time, Murphy. You weren't even in the room. He was sitting where you sit, and you said, ah. See, stop. Don't put it in your mouth. Oh, he put it in his mouth? Um, he spit one out? He goes, here. I'm, I'm like looking at my computer and he goes, here. And he goes to hand me something. I just see his hand coming and I go to grab it and it's the rope. And it made me jump. It's just gross. See, now I'm, I'm a little upset that she wasn't scared, but it also, okay. it also makes me, you know, get more creative. Sure. Oh, yeah, you're gonna There's going to be a way to scare her. You're going to have to up your game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Halloween is coming and then April Fool's next year. I just Good hope, luck with that. I just hope she doesn't take it to HR. I just don't. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, because the trick that she might bring to HR is the one where you walk up behind somebody and you just go, bah! Yeah. <laughs> How you've done that? And yeah. you make people jump, yeah, you know? Don't that's like a, that's that. a classic, too. <laughs> All right, coming up later today, um, the things that children remember most from childhood. You need to know this if you're raising children now. Good okay? stuff or traumatic? Good stuff. The good stuff. Yeah, okay, I remember we'll a little bit of both. Just before eight. <laughs> Coming up in the next five minutes with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Um, our girls apparently have a problem with the band Queen now. You know, they used to love They've them a year ago. It, yeah, and the Bohemian Rhapsody poster has come down. Ooh. Tell you why next. You know, when you're a parent, you have some proud moments and you think that they're sometimes they're silly. But Murphy and I have always been proud from the jump with our girls, Taylor and Phoebe, at their taste in music. Oh, yeah. And in the last year or so. It's very well-rounded. They're all about today, but they also, I mean, they're pretty well-rounded in the the classics. They're less about today music. I find that they don't like new music much, unless it's alt. But I will say this. Really? Yeah. Um, So, a year and a half ago, they both started listening to a ton of Queen. And this is before Bohemian Rhapsody even came out. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first time we saw the trailer. Uh, I mean, I think they saw it on their phones and they came running in. Oh, my gosh. There's a movie about Bohemian, you know, about uh, Freddie Mercury. We went to see it as a family when it came out. Are you kidding me? We went to see it as a family like the the first possible ticket we could get because they both love Freddie so much and were so interested. And Taylor works at a movie theater on the weekends. And so one of the best surprises she ever brought home for Phoebe was this huge Bohemian Rhapsody poster. You know, oh, that's nice. and Phoebe had. Oh, it she on. had the lights around it. She put lights night. around. She put it hanging in her room. Anyway, so we've been packing lately, and I saw the Bohemian Rhapsody poster rolled up 
with the rubber band around it. So I asked, you, you, you don't want this on? Can mom have it? Well, no, I was like, you don't want this anymore. And I found out that both of them, both of them feel a little bit like now that the world and they're in their world and their circles at yeah. school and their social life, everybody knows about Queen. Everybody's into Freddie Mercury now because of the movie. People who never heard of them before, like other kids, are loving it. It, it sort of dampens it for them. <laughs> what? They, they liked it when it was... You know, when it was their band. Like they were the only ones who really knew. And now all of their social group and all of their peers know everything about them. And that's good. The world needs to hear that music, girls. That's wonderful. But I also think it has something to do with the fact that they... They listen to it every night for a year and a half, <laughs> literally every night. You know, maybe you're right, but I but I remember having those feelings when I was a kid, like when I was so into something, and then everybody else it took it a, it, it it sucked a little bit yeah. of the joy out of it. You for feel me. like it's your own personal little thing. As soon as it becomes too big, you're yeah. kind of like, dang it, it's not your thing. My anymore. love isn't special anymore. Have they moved on to somebody else now? Well, there's a lot of Stevie Wonder going on in the house. And, well, the and David Bowie. Oh, Phoebe's right. into David Bowie right now. I Big think time. people have heard of those guys, too. <laughs> yeah. Coming up, Sam has music news. Well, so, Jody, since you're talking about Queen, I figure I'd tell you about this new Queen musical that could be coming our way. Excellent. Sam's got music news. Well, just when you thought it was safe to go back somewhere and away from Queen music, it's coming again. Fine. Why would you ever want to get away from it, though? I... Um, we Will Rock You is the name of a musical that is uh, being put together right now, and it's going to tour the big cities, New York, L.A., Las Vegas, uh, before it branches out elsewhere in the country. And it's based on a uh, West End production from 2002, West End being in London. Uh-huh, uh, that's got their it. Bro- that's their Broadway over there. <laughs> it, it played there since 2002. It was a big hit. This is before the movie. So now they decided, well, the movie went over great. Let's bring it here and make a little more money. It has been introduced, like the, the music, to a whole new generation mm-hmm. of fans. Is it interactive? No, it's just a production. It's, you just go see it. Well, I mean, it seems you to me. Like, how do you clap. sit? There, how do you sit there listening to "We Will Rock You" without oh, actually participating? Oh, you're right. You, you would have to stomp. Yeah. I guess you could stomp. Yeah. Okay, it's going to come out later oh, this summer. In it. addition to Queen doing that tour this summer around the country, okay. um, Motley Crue. You know, they're they're hot right now with the dirt on Netflix. <laughs> Apparently, my friend Jody said, "Did you watch this?" And I'm like, "Yeah." She was like, we loved it. <laughs> and you said, uh, we felt I was like, dirty. Yeah, I felt kind of dirty. Um, <laughs> it's doing its number on their uh, music. They're up 2,000% for downloads. And their greatest hits album is actually in the top 10 on iTunes. And what happened wow. to me after watching it, you I went and just wanted to music. more of the music. And the next day, I cleaned house to the crew. Mm-hmm. Cleaned totally. house to the crew. Um, Janet Jackson, of course, she, she was inducted this past weekend in the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> Stevie Nicks stole the show, but Janet got inducted too. Well, the thing about Janet is, and I didn't realize this till I read up some more on it, she didn't perform. Mm-hmm. And it's turning out, apparently, due to the people in her camp, they're saying she's not too happy with HBO over Leaving Neverland documentary about Michael. Oh. And where do we show the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? On HBO. Right. But this so was that still was, her night. I, I still think she should have performed. Well, she still did get up there and make a little statement. In 1997... My brothers were recognized for their musical passion by being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I witnessed, along with the rest of the world, my family's extraordinary impact on popular culture. 
Yeah, so she did yeah. find a way to work Michael and the brothers into mm, her statement, nice. but no performance, if you're wondering why she didn't perform. The show, by the way, will be on HBO April 27th. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, coming up next, your email answered in our producer's mailbag. What do we have on the way, Chad? Well, April Fool's has come and gone, and yeah. Jen wants to let us know how she pranked her families. See how it compares to Sam's rubber roach. <laughs> We love to hear from you, so give us a call, 877-310-4MSJ, or hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. It's time for the producer's mailbag. Chad, what's in your bag today? Well, as you guys know, yesterday was April 1st, April Fool's, and Jen... What? It was? Sam, you yeah. know you knew it was April uh, he Fool's. Did. He, tried to he sk- lived it. He tried to fool a bunch of people. He got me about three or four times, and that was it. Well, Jen... Wa- an easy mark. Jen wanted to catch us up on what she did for her three boys and husband. Ooh, do tell. Uh, classic cellophane over the milk so oh. that when you go to pour it out it does not pour out oh that's cute mm. yeah. so it's Possible mess yeah but. yeah it's essentially two lids you got to take off the milk before you uh, get to it sorry suckers yeah. okay. another was, good one too is putting uh food coloring in the milk you know. nice yeah nice. now she specified she did the milk carton instead of the toilet seat this year yeah so oh, jen gross. is serious yeah, that's and that's she was not done yet she made a patch. Uh, she made a pan of brownies last night Ew. and told the kids they were for work. If she had any left, she would bring them home. Mm-hmm. So what she did is she took some sponges, cut them in half, and then frosted them like they were brownies and oh, served them man. up to her kids. Jen, oh, you are medieval. This is There's <laughs> a fine line between funny and mean. Yeah. Aww, <laughs> I like it. I think she just crossed it. Look, and you know, all's fair on April's Fool's Day, as long as nobody gets hurt. Frosted sponges? Yeah. Funny. That's funny. <laughs> we love you, Jen. Okay. Yep. Next level. All right, so, Jody, over the weekend, you found an old picture of yourself. Yes. Uh, realized that your mom gave you the actual old dress yeah, I have this old dress hanging in my closet, and I have forever. I wore it when I was two years old. Mm-hmm. I, she gave it to me, Mom, to put on the girls when they were little. And of course, I was so busy with little kids that I didn't do it. So I found a picture of myself in that dress. It's weird. It's like one of my little old little house on the prairie that's dresses. That's really yeah. sweet. Yeah, that's not. I thought you were talking about the picture from. Uh, you know, like when you were you graduated high school with the frilly top and the tight jeans. <laughs> <laughs> that was different. That was on the way to the Motley Crue concert. Excuse me, that was part of my senior picture that I found this weekend, too. Well, Facebook top fan Juan said, I had a sweater with cats on it that I wore when I was a little kid. My mom kept it for years and then gave it to me when I first had my boy. Yeah. Yeah. The other two boys wore the same sweater when they were toddlers, and there's one more left that has to wear it. Oh, Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Thank you, Juan. Look, reach out anytime. We'd love to hear from you on Facebook and Instagram. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Murphy, I'm hoping you're going to forgive me for accidentally almost getting rid of your grandmother's chairs for for almost nothing. Uh, The update next. And in case uh, you didn't remember from yesterday, Jody is trying to sell my grandmother's dining room chairs <laughs> right out from underneath me. Heirlooms, no less. <laughs> Just, We've kidding. had them for years. Yeah, and I, well, I was going to say, can I be honest with you about this? You know, because this chair, uh, this the dining room set is where when I was a kid growing up, we sat around that table at every holiday. It's a circular table. It's got the little lazy Susan on top, and you use those chairs. And I know that they're not; the, they are certainly not today-looking chairs. There's they're nothing about them that are, t- that are today. And so, since we're going to have to kind of pick up and move, those chairs aren't going to make it with us. And I always had a problem with divvying up the set. 
So I trust your judgment, Jody, just so that you know. For many, many years, we've had those chairs with the table, and I... I didn't want the chairs. I wanted the table, but not the chairs. And the same has been true for your family, your cousins, your siblings. Nobody wants the Why chairs. Why am I the only one that wants the chairs? Am I that sentimental? But y- probably because they came with the table. Duh. No. No, because they were hers. Oh. And, yeah. But I, I still think it's going to bring her back. There are ten chairs. He's keeping two for you, sentimental reasons. Oh well, that's I'm good. I'm selling eight. You can't repurpose them all and like put them all in a room to be used or something. No, what not kind of ten. Room? Not ten oh. chairs. You want to come sit in a ranch style dining room chair for a theater is, experience? Is that what they call these ranch style chairs? I think so. I I, I I think so. I want you to know there's a local restaurant that I've sat in chairs yeah. almost just like it. When Show, I, and I called Shoney's. them. <laughs> when I looked at that, I saw I thought these look like restaurant chairs I've sat in. Uh huh. I called one of the restaurants, and they were like, I don't need any, but you can call our other locations. Oh. Did you? You called a restaurant? Yeah. I'm really? trying to move them. There are 10 chairs sitting in the middle of our walkway. Well, I'm just thinking, and every time you go to the restaurant, the chairs would be there, and it's like, right. I wonder if that's Grandma's chair. Okay, remember- I say, hey, I'll have a seat at our table. <laughs> remember how I posted them online for yeah. way too little- like $100 for eight chairs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought that was about right because of what other stuff I'd seen online. And really, when I saw it, I thought, this can't be right. And I asked you and you were like, what? Yeah, because they're solid wood chairs. That so I deleted that selling post. I went back and posted them eight chairs for 200 a piece. <laughs> and I immediately got, I want them from oh, a really wonderful lady really? named Kathy. Wow. And I'm like, okay. Um, she says, like, call me. She sent me her phone number. She wants them. And I'm like, okay, I'll call you later. And I look. It's the old amount. It's a hundred. It's like I'm gonna have to call her and say I'm sorry. I don't know why it did that. It reverted to my old post. I deleted uh, the first selling post. So now I gotta. It, it's just. It's like her. I might as well go home and jump over these because it's like her. It's hmm. hurdles. You tell her she'll get two drones with that. <laughs> Anything that'll that's help. That's still in huh? your shopping cart too. <laughs> Coming up, Jody, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Full update for you next on the surgery that Mick Jagger will be undergoing this Friday in New York City. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So now we know more about what's going on with Mr. Mick Jagger. <laughs> the Rolling Stones front man spotted on Sunday smiling from a terrace in his Miami Beach front home. He is set to undergo, undergo surgery Friday in New York City to replace a valve in his heart. Also all- doing a stent on another one of his yeah. heart valves. So what's funny is it's it's a it's a very serious thing, but it is something that's done all the time. It's an right? it's an everyday thing. And one of the doctors I'd I'd read a, a mm-hmm. said that you know this is like a twenty four hour deal. He'll be back on his feet in no time. Right, um, and back on stage as soon as possible. Which is that's what his goal, his end goal is. Because of course they have all these tours and dates planned this was mick jagger's tweet i'm so sorry to all of our fans in america and canada with tickets i really hate letting you down like this i'm devastated for having to postpone the tour but i will be working hard to be back on stage as soon as i can once again huge apologies well, see, he was don't in, don't he was in miami that's where the tour was going to start on the 20th and a couple of the other guys were in miami too so that kind of leads me to believe that this really it was, was incident like surprise they found- last minute thing if they if everybody went to miami to get ready for the tour and then they did this. It's like, oh, my God. It, yeah, and I'm thinking, is he rushed to the hospital? But we would have heard about that, though. It seems like must be that medical professionals were rushed to him. Yeah. Because he is Mick Jagger. And I know it's an everyday thing. I know it happens. We all know somebody who had a valve replacement or who had a stent put in. And so, but 
That surgeon is the person who's going to be doing that yeah. on Mick Jagger. Yeah, this is Mick Jagger. I heard that uh, Keith Richard vol- Keith Richards volunteered to give a, a valve, but Mick said, nah, that's okay. Just kidding. Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> I got many, okay, man. So they last forever. Rolling Stones frontman Mick Jagger undergoing um, a, a replacement, valve replacement heart, a surgery. And, and that'll be this Friday, too. This Friday in New York City. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 7.55, some of the best April Fool's jokes that celebrities tried to play on you. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. I don't know about your news feed and uh, Facebook, but mine is on Instagram. Same thing. It's all prom and graduations. And, you know, I mean, it was really cool. See, April you know, is here. Be, you know, friends who are, are, I can't believe that they're in their last, you know, year of high school. Our nephew Duke is that way. Right. Uh, Taylor, our, our oldest daughter, is only one year away from that. Such a pivotal time. You know, you, everything's exciting. And then, yeah. then for me at that time in my life, after prom and all this excitement and all these big, you know, the big graduation and woo, I had a period of, oh, whoa, what do I do now? That no. was a very difficult period in my life. You I didn't know if you were going to college or not? I did. I did know I was going to college. I just didn't know what. You what know, you I had so many what's and so many personal what's at that time, too. I made some very big decisions. I moved away, things like that. Um, anyway, you know, what's interesting, Murphy, is that for weeks I've been asking our oldest, Taylor, so when is your prom? Because I know you're going. I don't know. She didn't know. And so last night she told me, oh, it's this weekend. <laughs> is it? Yeah. So well, guess what mom's taking yeah. Taylor to do this week? Shopping. Dress yeah. shop. Quit complaining. You got four days. But she's that way. <laughs> no, no, she will see something, put it on, and fall in love with it. She's an easy shopper. Yeah. So well, that's good. That. that works out. So one night this week, we're going to be doing that. So that's kind of exciting. You know, going back to the uh, deciding what you want to do when you get out of high school, my son Sammy, the mm-hmm. oldest, he had a full music scholarship to go because he was in the band in high school. Right. They gave him, paid his way to go to college, and he joined the band there. Oh. And he just squandered it, you know, because oh. he wanted to play in games late at night. And Does just, he see it that way, that he squandered it? He knows now, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was told by his mom and I, you're blowing this, and then yeah. it went away. And then, so he went from music to what he is now, which He's is a, a programmer. A programmer. Right. So, yeah, that's not what he went in for. So Sure. Yeah, yeah but you know what? See, all that late-night computing worked for him. <laughs> well, that's true. In so a roundabout really way. Did. So, kids, if you're a gamer, <laughs> keep playing. Okay, yeah. We've touched about that a lot on that a lot recently. It's like, do not succumb to the pressure to name something, and this is the only thing you're... I, there are more adults. Start talking to people in your life, other than maybe your parents, because you know their stories already. Uh, um, there are adults everywhere who have who changed course based on I'm not interested. I thought I'd be interested in this. Then I got into it and it wasn't me. That's going to happen, you yeah. know? Well, that's. I think we tend to get stuck and instead of realizing, wait, I can take the first step and if mm-hmm. it doesn't work, then I just change course. You can course. always change yeah. direction. College so can be a 10-year thing. Real easy. Uh, <laughs> Give us a call. 877-310-4675. So there's a Sergeant Easley on the phone for you, Jody, who says we, there is another option. Excellent. <laughs> Coming up next. And hey, we've got a sergeant calling us this morning. Ooh. Sergeant Taylor Easley, good morning. Pretty well, excited to talk to you guys. Yay. Oh, we're, we're excited, excited to, to talk, talk to you. you. Good. We were talking about ch- kids. As early as being a junior in high school, they start feeling the pressure of naming a major, knowing what they want to do with their lives, you know, picking a school. Having even. it all planned out. Right. And, and we were, I am for, hey, 
you know, slow down, go in the Try a few things area first of your interest. Then, yeah. Right. And then you reached out to us with a really good message we wanted you to be able to convey. Absolutely. They should experience life and, and college, kind of like, like what you guys said, with an open mind. Mm-hmm. They should figure out who they are and how, how they can best serve the world. And what I see time and time again is young men and women joining the Army, not just to serve their country, but to, you know, to get their college paid for. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people um, miss that message sometimes with the Army, that you know, the Army is here to, mm-hmm. to help with those benefits, and, and we can pay 100% tuition. Right. I think the desired end result for everybody is pretty universal, and I think everybody wants a good job that they enjoy, mm-hmm. and that they want to be debt-free in life, and that's, that's really something the Army can help with. You've seen it lead to a lot of interesting places and careers for people. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, they'll serve honorably for three years, mm-hmm. which is the minimum for, for these benefits. And then they'll get out. And, um, you know, I know some people that, that work for Google. I know some people that work for Apple. I mean, the, the success stories don't stop. They earn that, that motivation, the discipline, um, work ethic, just a lot of things, a lot of qualities that employers around right. America look for. I love that you reached out to us about this. I'm completely distracted now that Sam just pointed out to me on a note. He just slipped me a note (laughs) that you sound like uh, George Clooney. And you do. (laughs) Sergeant Easley, have women told you that before? Um, Well, women have said that I have a radio voice. Well, you you do sound like George Clooney. Yeah. Okay, I'm really, not, I'm really not trying to take it off. Track. That only I took two wanted... questions. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, but seriously. So we want parents to know that the Army, that the military can pay for college and that for kids to know it can help you find yourself. It's not just about where you may, you know, be sent. Absolutely. And, and, and a lot of people don't understand, um, like, how much the Army offers. It's, it's crazy. You know, I didn't really understand it until mm-hmm. I became... I guess ingrained mm-hmm. in the army, but the army offers like 180 different jobs, and we're talking like physical therapy, dental specialist, radiology, wow. biochemist, mm-hmm. graphic design, journalism, paralegal. I mean, if a city, if just a city needs it, mm-hmm. the army offers it. Sergeant Taylor Easley, thank you so very much. Thank you guys so much. All right. Got a chance for you to hang out later today. We all love to hang out later on anyway. It's the Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. So come be a part of it. You remember uh, this past weekend, My I, it was a guy's weekend. Uh, I had uh, right, Sam. Jackson and Parker, my teenagers, but not Maddie, Parker's sister. Because? Maddie wanted to stay at mom's house because they have a French foreign exchange student oh, that's in right. town for a couple of weeks. Uh, and she's, uh, I don't know what grade she's in, but it's a girl. And so Maddie thought, well, you know, I've had so many years of French. I want to hang out with a real French girl. And, and she's only got brothers. Yeah. So she did that. She didn't come up. But I f- found out about maybe a half a day into this that Maddie was kind of upset because this girl uh, didn't really, doesn't sound like she wanted to hang out with Maddie so much. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Are they close enough in age? I think that was the problem. This girl is in high school, and she came over on a high school ah, thing. Sure. And so she wanted to hang out with all the other French kids at the high school because they had some events over the weekend. And so she wanted to hang out with them and mm, do things so with them. That's so disappointing. And Maddie was like, you know, it's not like I thought she was going to be my best friend, but I thought, you know, we could do stuff together. And then 
Oh, they that did hurts. things as a family, so Maddie got to partake that way, but it didn't turn out it to wasn't, be. It wasn't. Oh. Well, that oh. bums me out hearing that. Me too. I said, see, you should have come up this weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Play the guilt card, Sam. Make it even better. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Want to know, know what we did when you weren't there? Add to her disappointment. <laughs> so, um, was she able, though, to use her French oh, with yeah. her? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this girl apparently speaks very good English, too. So, <laughs> wouldn't that be your luck? I get to practice my French. No, I speak English. Ah, but okay. yeah, she's practiced a lot of her French with <laughs> right with this girl. That's so disappointing when the older girl is not interested in you because you're younger. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, it's actually a find when the older girl that you sort of look up to and admire, you know, kind of goes, "Yeah, it's fine with me." It makes you feel, yeah, uh, you know, like cooler, older, and all that. It's it's tricky because at that age, it's the weirdest thing. A couple of years can make a huge difference. Totally. Later in life, when you're in your oh, 20s and 30s, yeah. no big deal. I mean, you're talking maybe three years difference. It's right. True. Like, yeah, when they reach 40 and 37, yo, best bud. No right. big deal. It's like, right mm. now, it is that point. You're so right. You wow. are in the eighth grade. Ha! <laughs> I laugh at you. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, this is going to be so much fun. What memories what things do children remember most from childhood you need to know this if you're raising children okay and i'm gonna hit you up guys with your most fond childhood memories next okay quickly if you can pick one of the the most fond fondest childhood memories that you have pick it and you can only pick one murphy go sam playing okay with friends nice neighborhood friends nice good answer murphy okay i actually have two you, you can't <laughs> pick one. What, pick I mean, what is why do you make these rules? Just let him have his two every time. All right, so oh, let, let's bend the rules for mu- Murphy. Uh, music is one of them. Friday nights at our house, music was always playing. That was Wonderful. a big one. But the other one is something you mean I actually, recorded though, not live. Oh yeah, no. Parts <laughs> Everybody in the band was. Yeah, no, this is you know, my dad playing uh, the stereo. Yeah. But um, something <laughs> that I just I completely forgot about. I found out when we were packing up. You know, so we're getting ready to move, and a lot of my keepsakes. Um, my grandmother would give us these calendars every Christmas, and I pulled out one from when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and I'm looking through it, and I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Every single day for 365 days, it has my initials and then my brother's initials alternating every day for the whole year, and I'm like, for what? Why did I, why? oh, and then I finally remembered. It was because me and my brother used to argue who my mom over who my mom was going to kiss first goodnight. Oh. And so, so we settled it by writing it out on a calendar that you know we'd know whose night it was before we got in the bed. Yeah. How about that? But since <laughs> so you anyway, just remember because memory. of the calendar, is that memory? Like did Oh, technicality. Well, I'm sorry. Thanks, Jody, for ruining something quite sweet that I found, you know, that I didn't I ruined that for you no, by yeah. asking <laughs> if it's a rem- if it's, it's a memory a, if you didn't remember it. It's a it was a memory that needed a little, you know. Okay. Was this only one year? Yeah, we it was over after one year. <laughs> it was sweet. He pulled those calendars out and has them still. Oh, wow. I never saw those before. They're really cool. But I have a bazillion. It's tough to narrow down to one. Okay, so <laughs> if you're raising Jody, what's yours? Christmas Christmas Eve at my grandfather at my Christmas Eve with, with my family, family. Yeah. every year that just makes me feel warm inside and it's interesting because it's like wow uh, they did this whole big study um, the most common memories from childhood that are good Christmas dinner time at grandparents houses yeah. and going to the beach 
And that means vacation, because I didn't. I never went to the beach when we were kids. We didn't go because... Who, who in this room went to the beach every year? Murphy. I thought you were going to maybe say that. <laughs> That's what I meant. It was the only vacation that my mom would take. We could go anywhere we wanted to, as, as long, long as, as it was, was the, the beach. In <laughs> the same place. But you see what that tells you? Your fondest memories are just experiences yeah, and time you're right. spent you're right. with family. It's where usually you not feel things, happy it's and experiences, safe. yeah. Right. It's certainly not... The day I got my, you know, Rubik's Cube or whatever. Yeah, it's not about things. It's about people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you having that special time with them. There are some other ones that are super cool on the list, guys, uh, of what children will remember the most from childhood. We'll cover those for you next. More fun later today, too, after the show. Come join us for another, another episode of the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast. Okay, guys, uh, what childhood memories really stick with children, the good ones that really matter? You need to know this if you're raising kids. The top three, Christmas dinner, going to the beach, which I think can also mean going to whatever family vacation. Vacations, right. yeah, exactly. vacations are, even if when they're bad, you remember them forever. We've had our time in the mountains, haven't we, Jody? Yeah, <laughs> good times. You uh, know what? It's, it's, I'm glad you said that because we had some bad vacations as a kid. But you remember them well. And I don't mean bad as in, you know, it was poorly planned. I mean, like a car broke down yeah. or this place closed early when that's where we went. Uh, but it's when we got older okay. as adults with my parents and we could joke about it. It's like, remember the time? Right. Yeah, they're, the <laughs> best, they're the best stories. You're right. Yeah. The point is the shared experience. Your children crave that. Mm-hmm. It, crave it. It's family time. And don't take it for granted. They crave that. No matter what you end up doing, the value is in the experience together, not in what you've booked. Yeah. Okay. I can't tell you how many Christmases we spent with ginger snaps. <laughs> you know. Who's that? Not a, not a who. Oh. We used to make the cookies, Sam. Right. Okay. At my grandmother's house. So the top three, Christmas dinner, going to the beach and or vacation, and grandparents' house. That's huge yeah. to me. I have so many fond, wonderful childhood memories from being at my grandparents house and and that's where my you know my, my cousins and i became close mm-hmm. and all of that uh the other things that make the list and you just need to know this if you're raising kids uh getting a pet the first time you as a family or you get to pick out your own pet or whatever whatever however it happens yeah look i remember we moved to the the farmhouse and we got chickens i was so excited and my job was to go get the eggs and my dad gave me my bas- my basket wait, wait are you classifying them as pets no but that is a very vivid memory <laughs> those were some tasty pets <laughs> we didn't do that they gave us the eggs. eggs that's right it was for the eggs oh the turkeys one anyway um learning to ride a bike is usually a very vivid childhood memory. Hmm. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's good. Maddie and Parker, the twins, learned to ride on the same day. Nice. How's oh, that for freak? You, were you yeah. the teacher, I Sam? I was involved, yeah. Nice. Hmm. Um, playing with your friends in the park, like going to a park, whatever it is, you know, the neighborhood hangout, and then hearing the ice cream truck is also on the list. <laughs> like we're chasing the ice cream truck in our case. I can see how that one would be on the list. Just yeah. simple stuff. I just love that because it really is the simple everyday life stuff with your family and friends. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. The full update on what uh, surgery Mick Jagger will undergo this week mm-hmm. and the best celebrity April Fool's pranks. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, big uh, rough week for Mick Jagger that'll end well. Rolling Stone frontman uh, Mick Jagger 
going to undergo heart surgery on Friday in New York City to replace a valve in his heart. Mm-hmm. Doctors will also insert a stent to prop open uh, at least one of his arteries. And this guy is 75. Mm-hmm. And this is, I mean, it's serious surgery, but... He's super it's anxious kind of, to get back. It's kind of routine surgery nowadays. It so. is. Don't we all know somebody who's had this very same yeah. thing done? So he could be back on his feet. If he does it Friday, back on his feet this weekend, and you, you know well, he's going to push himself. They say give it a couple of weeks, but that's that's not like getting back to just walking around in a couple of weeks. That yeah. means being on stage, being Mick Jagger. Yeah. But it'll happen. I know you're thinking Jazz Fest in New Orleans, it's, Sam. No, that's done. That's, you, that, well, it's that's no too way. Soon. It's the end of the month. Exactly. But then again, it's Mick Jagger. (laughs) That would be a a miracle. Um, Tour promoters are saying, hang on to your existing tickets. The Rolling Stones intend to make all this good. It'll just be change of dates. And that's for every concert. You know, the tour was was supposed to start in Miami. I don't know how they're going to make Jazz Fest good. But yeah, Yeah, it's not like. You can just reschedule. Right. But good luck to Mick Jagger. Something will come out of it. This Friday. Yesterday was April Fool's, of course, and a lot of celebrities tried to prank you and their public, Mm. like uh, Tom Brady tweeting that he's decided to retire. Uh, I mean, he's like, really? Really? Um, Was that his idea or Giselle's? Everybody knew within one second of that. Nobody will ever believe it if if he ever retires. Uh, The best one happened late last night, in case you had to go to bed early because you work and you may have missed it. Game of Thrones star Macy Williams, who plays Arya Stark, sat down with um, Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show, and he's, like, begging for spoilers. During shooting, like, the final days were really, like, emotional, saying goodbye to all of the cast, because when I found out that Arya died in, like, the second episode, I was... Uh Uh-oh. What? (laughs) Are you kidding me? She looks very scared. That's a spoiler. Is uh, this live? Okay. She gets so free. She, oh, my God. They're going to tweet about it, meaning the live audience that was there. She gets up and she yeah. leaves the stage. And he's like, oh, my God. Hold on. Hold on, guys. He, goes, he tells everybody to stop filming. Of course, they don't. Yeah. And then. April Fool's! <laughs> they pulled it out a couple hundred people sitting yeah. there filming. And then if you watched it, it was, you know, it was on. It was so. a good one. It was a good one. Another Hollywood Outsider coming up this morning around 830. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Sam, so uh, Murphy and I are moving um, That's probably what I hear. this month into um, another home, another house. We're moving closer to the girls' school and here, work and all that. Trying to make our lives a little more simple. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, we're excited about it and something we're, we're letting our girls do something that they've never been able to do before. I felt like we fall we've fallen short of this before. What do you mean? Um, they've never picked paint colors for their rooms, hmm. and we're going to let them pick paint colors for their rooms. And they're both already all over it. I brought well, samples. They, home. They've talked about paint colors in the past. We just never did anything about it. <laughs> right. So <laughs> well, we have the opportunity now. No, I mean there was the time that I painted the nursery. Of course, neither of them had a choice in that because yeah. It right. was the nursery. And that was Quiet Nest Green. I will never forget choosing Oh, is that, that. what that was called? Yes. Really? I love the I love the names of paint colors and I love the names of lipstick colors. Yeah. Like I'm wearing nude pink today. Didn't I love know the that. names of colors. You know what the thing is about it? What did you say? Quiet Nest Green? Quiet Nest Green. The thing is, if I walked into a house and I saw that color now on a different wall, you'd be like, ooh, well. But really? I guess because it was for it was our nursery, nursery mm-hmm. it has a personal connection. 
That's why they say, you know, if you're moving out of a house, if you're going to paint something, let it all be neutral because everybody has different tastes. Of course. I painted Maddie's walls uh, a pink color that mm-hmm. I picked out. Do you remember the name of it? No. Oh. Uh, well, after I'd painted it, I called it Pepto-Bismol. Oh, ouch. Because uh, yeah. it looked great on a chip. But, yes. you know, when it's on four walls, it's like, whew, that's, that's pink. That's why I bring it up because I... Taylor wanted some like lavender type color, so I pulled a bunch of different chips for her, and she picked one called Lilac and Frost, mm. and it is light and lovely, so we're going to go with that. And then Phoebe wanted yellow. She thinks yellow is the happiest color, and she's right, yeah. and I knew she was going to want to go bold-ish, so I picked as many you know little samples as i could with light-ish colors i learned that from a painter a long time ago and she was right her name was connie and she told me look the swatch is always going to be darker than you think it is it ha- it's, has to do with your just the way you're focused on the little chip right you know what i mean so like, once so, it's on the wall yeah it's like, so Whoa. typically you want to go a shade lighter or two or you gotta have something that give you perspective on it yeah so she and i are still looking at the yellows giving her some perspective but it's kind of exciting for you're them to make the kids paint it no, We're, somebody who knows was, what they're doing. I, is I'm going really, to paint I'm proud it. of Phoebe because she was the one that said, "Can we paint it?" And she said, "I just realized that maybe it's a professional <laughs> <laughs> probably a girl." Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. So a first for our Sam. <laughs> Apparently, April Fools backfired on him yesterday. <laughs> Boy, did it! And I uh, got music news coming up next. Yeah, why Janet Jackson did not perform at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Sam's got music news. Oh, well, if you uh, read online about all the great performances at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Harry uh, Styles. Uh, yeah, well, he performed with Stevie Nicks. I know, because he inducted her. And then she said he was an NSYNC. Yeah, way to go. She knows she made <clears throat> a She corrected it right away, but poor break. thing, that's going to be a soundbite for the whole week. You mm-hmm. know and you get to see the Hall of Fame induction ceremony on HBO on April 27th. Now, Janet Jackson was inducted. But she did not perform, and she was there. She made a nice speech and accepted her award, but chose not to perform. Now, it's been leaked out of her camp, supposedly, that the reason she chose not to perform is because she's not happy with HBO. Right. HBO, of course, airing Leaving Never- Neverland about her brother Michael. HBO is also the one that's going to be airing the Rock and Roll Hall but of Fame. But doesn't that just put attention on that instead of her having her moment? I think that she should have had her moment. That's me. Well, I think she had her moment, but you know that's a, that is a family moment. that was a tight family. You yeah, know? I know, but and you don't sure. just mean musically. Yeah, singing <laughs> tightly. No. Okay. Okay, so that's why yeah. she didn't perform. <laughs> okay, uh, there is a new Queen musical that's going to be coming to America. And uh, they thought long and hard about the title on this one. Oh, stop. They came up with We Will Rock You. Why not? This was actually, this debuted in 2002 on the West End in London. They were Broadway. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so now they've decided, well, you know, the movie went over great and Rami won the award. And why don't we just bring it here? And Queen has gone out this summer on tour. So they are working this up. It'll appear in the big cities, L.A., New York, Chicago, Vegas, uh, before they decided to take it around the country. But it's not going to be... A biopic of sorts uh, on broad, on, you know, as a musical. It's going to be using their music to tell another story altogether. Nice. That way, okay. you don't you don't know what you're going to get when you show up. Kind of like, like Britney's music telling a princess story. Got it. Which is headed to Broadway, believe it or not. Uh, and Motley Crue, after Netflix aired The Dirt, their sales are apparently through the roof. Smoking in the boys room. 
That's because all it left you wanting is more music. Yeah. I think I thought. Up to Yeah, the music wasn't up. showcased as much as, as a lot of the things that probably shouldn't have been showcased. Other things that were showcased, which is why it has a triple R rating. Their iTunes downloads are up two thousand. That's right, two thousand percent. And their greatest hits album is in the top ten right now. Murphy, Sam and Jody. Music news. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Mick Jagger of the Rolling Stones set to undergo some serious surgery on Friday in New York City. Um, New York City. Um, he's going to replace a valve in his heart. Well, well he's, he's not. not going to. The doctors doctors will. will. And the doctors will also insert a stent to prop open at least one of his arteries. Hmm. Very serious stuff, but also very, well, routine-ish. Right. It happens all the time. I guess he's picked the team that he feels the most comfortable with. And he has told fans, Mick Jagger, that he plans to be back as soon as possible. And not just back to feeling good, but prancing around on stage <laughs> yeah. and doing what he's doing. Because, because of course... They were just about to kick off a big tour. Yeah, on the 20th. So still no word on Keith Richards ever having to have a surgery? Probably nothing. I don't even think he can get cut. <laughs> Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Do you see some of the uh, retailers maybe getting rid of or at least greatly scaling back uh, greeting card sections soon? Oh, that makes me sad. Because they're just not selling. It's a pay- It's a, It's a less... It's it, a paperless world. Yeah, it's almost. a digital world. You're sending out evites or e cards and or texting somebody. Hey, texting happy somebody birthday. an emoji or actually. When my friend has a birthday, I wish them a happy birthday, usually on social with a little gif. Yeah. See, that's that's the way it's going. So the, right. One of the head dudes at uh, CVS says, we're putting more health care products in after determining determining that greeting cards aren't selling so well. Yeah. And one of the Walmart, you know, muckety mucks, one of the big guys said... It just don't sell as much as yes. they used to, so if, we're reevaluating our if space. If you're a retailer, you can't afford to buy them if they're not going to sell, and you can't afford the space in your retail space to if they're not going things, to yeah. sell. Yeah, okay. now they said I, mean, I the, get it. The cards that actually do, I've actually had an uptick, are the the really expensive cards, the ones that'll make noise or ah. do. There's something that happens with them. It's not just good old open cards it up aren't good enough anymore. Happy birthday, XOXO. Yeah, that ain't cutting it no more. <laughs> okay, okay. Tom Brady's uh, April Fool's prank was pretty weak, <laughs> right? I, I think we're going to remove his goat status I from that one. I can't believe, I know, it's kind of like, really? Did the kids convince I mean, him to do that that way? There were a few yesterday that when I came across him on social media, I wasn't in the right mindset. Can't trust any so of So I it. fell for him briefly. Right? And then it's like, like the Endgame thing, the Avengers one? Just, yeah, well, no, not that one. But okay. there were a couple others that weren't, by, weren't major stars, but you read it and go, oh... And then it hits you. Remember right? what day it is. But Tom Brady's, it's just like... It was like, that was he, the biggest he, he obvious had, prank. You know, April Fool on the front of it and April Fool on the back because it's, I'm retiring in my spare time, I'll be something, tweeting. Something lighter, like I my hand, I'm having, you know, hand surgery. Yeah, I and, and the backed fans it up with a picture. The fans would have gotten nervous about it or, you know, he and Giselle going to counseling and come on, Tom, let's yeah. work on your... Your April Fool's game. A yeah. I mean, he was called on that as soon as he hit send. I know. <laughs> I'm saying, did the kids do that one? Did Giselle type that one up? Well, this will be funny. You've seen the, what is that one they did, Tom versus Time? Yeah, what about it? You know, his personality, that could be oh. that, that sense of humor that he doesn't have. Oh, you're right. I never yeah. thought about that. Hey, I was. Hey, Giselle, watch this. Tom, okay. that's not funny. Well, you know what? He can't have it all, Sam. He's got everything. He yeah. just doesn't have comedy like you. 
Enjoy the rest of your workday, and when you get a chance later on, come hang out with us on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast. Got another episode for you. Catch it online, and of course, you can catch anything you might have missed today on the Total Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast.